Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman by heading over to patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y Unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Halbkast mit Tom Reimann an David Bell. Let's, let's start. I want to yeah. order some Del Taco after this. Do Ooh. it. No, do it now so that they can deliver it to you while we're speaking. No, they're, <laughs> they're too fast. They're too fast. <laughs> Del Taco is too fast. They're right down the street. Yeah. One could argue that I could just get in my car oh, yeah. and get no, no, Del Taco. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, hell no. No. Yeah. yeah, there's a there's a Del Taco literally a block away from me, and it has been that a problem. Like- that sounds like <laughs> well they have i don't eat meat and they have the beyond tacos so yeah. it's like fuck me mm-hmm. like there's oh it's great yeah it's a delightful uh, uh institution um hello everyone hi <laughs> uh, what episode hi guest oh it's the show where we get hyped about stuff and things i'm your co-host tom ryman i am your other co-host david bell and who do we have here me Hi. <laughs> Explain yourself. Hi. I'm Sarah Griffith. I am the host of Rough Stuff and also the temporary host of The Cast and the Curious and I'm I'm here to get hyped. Yeah, you are. Uh, yeah. I've been loving Cast and Curious by the way. It's Thank you. it's Thank so you much, much fun. If people yeah. haven't checked it out, it's great. Yeah, no. Cast and the Curious your your work on Cast and the Curious has well prepared you for for the hype. <laughs> yeah. Great. Yeah, I'm all I'm all hyped these days. I am hyped. Thanks for up. coming on. Of course. Thanks for having me. Is this your first hype cast? It is my first hype cast. I'm I'm hyping in the cast for the first time. Wonderful. Welcome. Yeah, no, welcome, yeah. welcome. Yeah, we had you on Best Bad Movie, right? Yes. What did you defend? What the piece fa- of shit? Oh, Phantom the Menace, piece, right? excuse me, the masterpiece known as The Phantom Menace. Oh, there it was. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Excuse you, uh, Misa, very <laughs> offended by that. <laughs> Look, I didn't know. It all blurs together. I just assumed it was a terrible movie, but I'm mistaken. That it's, is, I mean, that is the premise of the show <laughs> in your defense. If you only knew one thing about your own podcast, it's that. Yeah. yeah. That's that's the good yeah the the general premise of the show is a good thing to to know if if you're. One I of know the, hosts, the general yeah. premise. I just didn't know the movie. It's all right. Everybody, calm down. Everybody, cool it. Uh, no, that's the antithesis of what we want. We want everybody right, on fine. maximum maximum hype. We fine, want everybody fine, turned fine, all the fine, way fine, up. Hype. David, maximum are you hype. okay? You're right. Like this is right. these are two podcasts you host. <laughs> Look, every day is a blur. Yeah. Every day is a blur. That is true. That is very true. I'm just going from one podcast to the next. <laughs> yep. In between, it's just yep. lights and colors. Yep. I just I roll out of bed and land in front of a microphone and start yeah. talking and just hope somebody will tell me what show it is I'm doing. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, we got producers. Yeah, we should. Yeah, you know, we sure do. Uh, I would like to name some of them, Tom. Mm-hmm. No, I, okay. I'm not going to stop you. 
Okay, well, the special thanks to Ramon Balcom. Thank you. Mm. Thank you to Downhone Chicken. Pacock! I'm liking doing that chicken sound. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm into it. Yeah, it's liberating. Yeah, it is. Uh, thank you to Julia Dorner. Thank you to Han Toomey, the confused cyborg. Still not going to look that up. Still not going to look that up. Thank you to Asking Seven. Thank you to Happy Ed. Woo! Happy Edward. Thank you. Thank you to the guy with the head. Mm. I believe you. Thank you to I Was Born to Stare. <laughs> okay. Hey, I was born to stare. <laughs> Tom, why don't you take over? I think I will. Uh, thanks to Tiger George Pratt Thompson. Uh, I'm not singing Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head. Yeah, we refuse. That is a decision we have made unilaterally. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you to Chloe Rice. Thank you, Chloe. Thanks to Dan Hackroyd. Dan Hackroyd. Thanks to the Kool-Aid Man says, fuck it, use me to make a huge Molotov and burn it all down, comrades. Woo! Wow. Yeah. yeah, I know, right? Kool-Aid Man's leaning real hard into it. Um, <laughs> thanks to Guy with the Long Name. Thank you. Thank you to E.T. the Extravagant Terrestrial. Thank you. Thank you to Cody Johnston's Time Machine Noise. Oh, yeah. Thanks to Pete Vorpagel. Thank you, Pete. And thank you to Glitterous. Always a pleasure. Glitterous. Ah, wonderful. Yes. We got through that. We did, yeah. Uh, I guess that means we can talk about trailers. Oh, man. I can't wait because okay. this first one. Mm. <laughs> this, is the, <laughs> whew, this is the trailer to Monster Hunter. Uh, uh, yeah, it is. Is this Paul W.S. Anderson? Uh, Dave, of course it's Paul W.S. Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> It's got it's got old Mila in it's, it. It's Mila Jovovich in a video game movie. Yeah. That what wait, she think? wait. I'm sorry, Mila Jovovich is doing video game movies now. Yeah, apparently. I know it's wild. But uh, anything did, goes does, in quarantine. She deserves some kind of an award, though. Like I think, like she deserves some kind of a lifetime recognition at like E3 or something. Like thank you every time we pull one of these to the big screen. You answer the call. You always answer (laughs) the call. You are always there. You are always 98 pounds. Your haircut is always something insane. Thank you for your service, Mila. She's she's getting a lot out of it, too. It's a pretty, I think she's got a good racket going, right? Like those Resident Evils. mm. Those Resident Evils have made a shocking amount of money. Yeah. Uh, um, it's it's something like a one and a half billion dollars total, I believe. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So yeah. basically, they, they stopped making. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of shocking to know this, but a Monster Hunter movie directed by Paul W S Anderson not a bad bet for the studio. No, not sure. at all. Uh, the only thing it, that's going to sink it here is because it's it's they're still putting it out during the quarantine. Yep, there's going to be. I assume there's going to be I don't know ten of these. Maybe, yeah. hopefully. hopefully, I will. I will watch every single <laughs> goddamn one of them. Yeah, yeah, I I would love to see this one in theaters, like three or four Miller Lights deep, um, mm-hmm. but right. definitely in theaters because this seems like a rowdy kind of movie. Oh yes. hell yeah, yeah! This is a yelling at the screen type yeah. of movie. Yes, I will mm. see this at a Sunday matinee. Uh, I want to <laughs> note that did the did the. I mean, that's the best time. Right. To get, know, you gotta get day drunk. 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 No yeah. one's like there. It's one like one o'clock on a it, Sunday. It's like me, Bridget, and like four maybe senior citizens and two people yeah. who are confused. And we're like, oh, brother. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds delightful. Mila, um, get the dragon. <laughs> 
Look out. Look out. Look out. It's right there. I I have to note that was this mentioned in the trailer that Ron Perlman's in this movie? Uh, because Ron Perlman's in this movie. I don't think we see him, but they also they show us Tony Jaw, but they don't ever say his name. Yeah. I, I uh, yeah. It's uh this is going to be something, man. Yeah, this is going to be a this is going to be just a real treat, honestly. This, this is definitely a movie I am going to see. I know that much. Mhm. Yeah, it it's just sounds a question like... of what will the format be. I would I would really like to see this in a theater because look at this goddamn thing. Oh, it's, I also the, think... it's the only way. I would not watch this at home when I right. could be looking at my phone instead, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could be on Twitter. You don't need any distractions for this one. Mm-mm. No. Uh, I like the idea of the premise because I don't know much about the video game, but the video game seemed to just be like, you're in this world. Right. And they it's were, like a, they were yeah, smart to be like, world, yeah. they stargate into this world mm-hmm. and then and then they have to hunt monsters and it's like good good on them it's a good way of starting sure yeah. premise. it's a good way of doing it as any fish out of water having to explain things you know there's gonna be characters who be like wait what's going on and then someone oh, has to classic. explain that's it. always my favorite character yeah uh yeah. wait you mean to tell me that yeah. we're in a monster world it's, exactly uh, it's very exciting this movie cost 60 million dollars sure so Here's the other thing about Paul W.S. Anderson, why his movies make so much money, is his budgets are like 90s budgets. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's kind of healthy for filmmaking. Like more movies should cost $60 million yes. and not $200 million. Yeah, 100%. Truly. That's, and so, I mean, that's why Paul Verhoeven, Paul Verhoeven, Paul Davis Anderson has made like 15 movies in the past 10 years. It's because he doesn't spend a lot and they make money so the studios are like you want to do another one yeah here make another make another resident evil and he wow wait a who... second is he doing literally the bialystok and bloom you can make more money with a flop than with a hit economics here like they're low budget movies that clearly turn out a good box office wait a second is this a racket yeah it's a racket yeah it is a racket that's what I'm saying. They got a racket going. Him and Mila, they're married. They're just like, fuck it. Let's make let's make bullshit together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Every now and then, Mila will branch off to do like ultraviolet, her own bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she usually comes back to her and Paul's bullshit. It's yeah. a bottomless well. Yeah, It truly is. And there's no pretense about it. Like this trailer doesn't tr- try to disguise the fact that it's bullshit. No. No, I feel like I saw the whole movie, quite frankly. <laughs> like I get it. Like I, sure. It's a uh, it's fabulous trash. The, <laughs> yeah, uh, just just any, glistening trash. Any guess on who wrote it? Uh, Paul W S Anderson. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he writes he writes his stuff. Sure, he writes all the Resident Evils. He didn't write his Three Musketeers movie oh, with Mila Jovovich in it. Yeah, that we watched. That mm-hmm. was really bad. But also had Mads. It also had Mads Mikkelsen in it. <laughs> As a floating pirate, uh, yep, as a sky uh, so pirate, sky pirate. What are you gonna do? You got you got to watch it. You I know? mean, that's worth a ticket right there. Mads Mikkelsen Truly, as a sky honestly. pirate. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be a real piece of shit. I'm excited. I can't. Yeah, wait. no, Thrilled. I can't wait. Yeah, absolutely cannot wait. Yeah, two thumbs yeah. up. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah, the movie looks like absolute dog shit. Totally, I'm gonna see it opening day. Definitely, definitely sure. first in line. Uh, all right. Well, let's talk about the next trailer. Sure. Uh, 
I am your woman. Yeah, I am your woman. I am. It's it's the it's the it's the the contraction. Sure. I'm saying it like data. It's Uh, all good. Okay. Uh, This is a. This is about a lady whose uh, husband is a thief and she has a baby. And then some bad people are going after her, so she's in like mob witness protection, like scumbag yes. witness protection. Mm-hmm. And she has a bodyguard, and that's and then she learns how to shoot a gun. Right. I don't know why I'm describing the trailer. Yeah, she yeah. sort of gets pulled further into the world as she's being forced to hide and be on the run. What do you guys think of this? No, I'm glad you walked me through the trailer because um, mm-hmm. that was quite mm-hmm. a lot of information for a movie trailer to provide. Um, yeah. Like, that had a three-act structure. I was like, about to say it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I was feel about like to say I watched, like, a short film, and, like, it looks good. It's definitely something that I would watch, but, boy, howdy, I was like, oh, they're really just going to go ahead and just kind of just go ahead and tell us everything about this dang movie. Yeah, yeah. they they really really oh. outlined the entirety of uh Rachel Brosnahan's arc in this trailer. I, yes. I get it with indie movies, they're like scared people just aren't going to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh so they have to like try to suck you in in the trailer itself. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't know, yeah, this looks pretty good. Uh looks yeah. interesting as hell. I mean, it'll probably be good. This looks like the kind of movie that I'm like, oh, I definitely want to watch that. And then like eight months after it's come out and after three people have already told me to watch it, I'm like, okay, I'm finally going to get around to watching I'm Your Woman. I am your woman? <laughs> I, I am your woman. woman. I am I'm your woman. I diluted this. I, <laughs> I, I made it confusing. <laughs> you Whatever. fucked this it's, up, Dave. <laughs> it's, on, it's, it's on Amazon Prime. Either one, I'm sure, will be yeah. fine. This is definitely, I know what you're describing. It's one of those movies that, like, you want to see and then you forget about for, like, a year. Yes. And then you you finally one day are like, shit, I should just make myself watch it. Exactly, exactly. Tonight's the night. <laughs> yeah. it's like, and it's, like, it's always like a Tuesday night and you're like, well, fuck, might as well. Yeah, got nothing else going on. Yeah, it's it's that's why I'm glad we have a podcast where we have to watch movies. Because <laughs> it makes it... It makes it like guaranteed see at least one new movie a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this still, I don't know. It, it looks damn good. The director made a Disney movie before this. Which Hold one? On. Star Girl? Okay. Star Girl. Oh, that's a show, I think. Isn't it? Uh, or is it a movie? I don't know. It just is. I think it's just a movie. It's a Disney Plus joint, I can tell you that much. Yeah, it's a Disney Plus movie. Yes, she wrote is, and is that directed a... it. Okay, I don't know. I, isn't there one with a, a little girl who's a singer and she's um, becoming a star singer? That, that's the yeah, one. Yeah, I think right? this is the one. And it's like country the poster, music? Yeah, the poster's a girl with a guitar strapped to okay. her back. Wow. So. Woo! I can't believe I knew that that came out yeah. of a recess deep in the back yeah, of my mind yeah you pulled mind. a lot of info i don't know <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know where i saw that trailer but i, I do sure remember this trailer. remember the trailer yeah this just came out it came out in march jesus so what's wrong with me she's turning she's churning them out uh julia hart is the name yeah i don't know i uh she she's fairly new so uh this is i don't know it it looks cool mm-hmm. it does look cool yeah, no, I'm into it. I'll see yep. it a year and a half after the fact. Yeah, I'll yeah, see yeah, it. Yeah. I'll see it. In, I'll watch it in February of 2022. You watch. 
And you know what's right. terrible? We're going to all see it and then tweet like, wow, how come I didn't get to this movie sooner? It's like, because we literally said we wouldn't. <laughs> right, because you're busy watching Monster Hunter. Exactly. Yeah, I, I had I, to I, see Monster Hunter 5, even more monsters, in theaters that night. Yeah. yeah. No, I will. I guarantee I will see Monster Hunter multiple times before I watch I'm Your Woman. <laughs> yeah. Actually. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, God, that's, that's it, awful. <laughs> yeah, this is this is us. This is our fault. This, this is, is our problem. Oh no. We're we're the we're the villains in that. <laughs> yeah, I embrace it though. Sure. I mean, come on, it's Monster Hunter. Yeah, it's, I want to be the piece this, of shit watching Monster Hunter. The title alone. How can yeah. you how can you stay away? Yeah. Um all right, next Let's trailer. Move on, yeah. <clears throat> Everybody's talking about Hillbilly Elegy. That's uh I mean that's not untrue. No, it's <laughs> not untrue. People yeah. are talking about yeah, it. This on is Twitter. an extremely buzzy trailer. It's a new Ron for, Howard for, movie starring a trailer that literally left no impact on me. It is actually <laughs> getting quite a lot of talk. Yeah. No, people are excited for it. It's it's Ron Howard. It's uh based on like a a a, a, a book. It's got uh Glenn Close just Glenn closing it up. It's got Amy yeah. Adams being a real fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh is the idea that there's one of the sons, the last shot is like he appears to be in like Congress or the White House. Did you guys catch that? Something, yeah. Like there's I one feel like shot this, this is like going to be a flashback, in, yeah. Yeah, yes. It's going to be like someone who's important thinking about how he got there. Yeah. And it's just Amy Adams and Glenn Close yelling about who's going to raise these kids. Exactly, I, yeah. I feel like this movie has the potential of being one of those movies that like, comes out award season comes around they do, it doesn't get nominated for anything except for glenn close and amy adams and then it's like just give them their fucking oscars already right. that's always in the academy awards there's always that like best actor nomination where you're like i don't remember that movie at all right right uh, and it's like it's like christopher Plummer or someone where you're like oh okay well good for them i guess it's his, his time I don't know. Has Amy Adams won anything? It no. feels like she has. She's been really? nominated. Famously, no. She deserves an award. Exactly. Uh, Glenn yeah. Close is the same way, I believe. She hasn't yeah, won Glenn Close also does not win. That's what I'm saying. Like, this, it almost has the odor of, like, oh, is this going to be there? Like, the, honestly, the variety campaigns and ads should just be like, okay, seriously, it's Glenn Close. Give her a fucking Oscar. And, like, yeah. the exact same for Amy Adams. Like, Seriously, you're really not going to. Okay, Amy Adams, for your consideration. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I would run it. They'd absolutely win if I was in charge. <laughs> yeah. All of the all of the for your consideration ads are just the fuck's your problem. Just come yeah. on, come, come on, on. <laughs> come on, do it, just do it as a dare. It'd be funny. Come on. <laughs> I am excited for this. It, just because of AD, Amy Adams and Glenn Close just acting the shit out of this yes, movie. Yes, of mm -hmm. course, an acting showcase. Yeah, it's, it reminds me of a movie like Fences, where it's like, well, I have to watch that just to watch Denzel like mm -hmm. act. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, and, uh, you know, Viola Davis. Oh, right, she's killing it in that movie. That's the one she won for. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and, like, I, I'm fine with that, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Uh, Ron Howard, whatever. He's yeah, he's extremely whatever. Artur Artur Ronald Howard, of course, acclaimed filmmaker, <laughs> artist, <laughs> creative, a maestro. 
Yeah. Uh, director of Willow. Um, director of Willow. Ron Howard. <laughs> Ron Howard. Director, director of, of Solo. A- Angels and Demons. Uh, yeah. When Solo opened at Cannes, my friends and I, like, we did a whole run of jokes like, oh, the prestige, like, this film everyone's favorite and like we kept like i had a friend who kept photoshopping like the palm door wings on like all of his woody harrelson's stupid like, face oh my god like yes ron howard back at it again at can i mean that is his playground like we kept like talking up like ron howard and solo was like this prestige film like this is like the one that's like gonna eat up all the oscars and stuff Oh, that was a good time. I mean, honestly, <laughs> honestly, the funniest punchline there is Ron Howard brought Solo to Khan. <laughs> like, yeah. That's the punchline. <laughs> I'm looking at his filmography. He really didn't say no, does he? No. He just, he did like, just looking at this grab bag, like I forgot he did Ed TV. Oh yeah. No, there's real Jesus peaks. There's Christ. real peaks and valleys in that. In yes. That a very, I, I will say this, I would describe him maybe as a diverse director because he seems to just direct any and every genre. I mean, like you said, he does, the man doesn't say no. He's just, <laughs> he just does. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's Donner adjacent. Yeah. Same kind of director where it's just like, well, I'm just going to do the thing. Right. Right. But I think he his yeah, his quality fluctuates more than Donner, Woo! Richard Donner. Mm-hmm. I uh I see he's attached to the Willow TV series that's been announced. He Didn't sure, know that's a thing. Yes, he sure as shit is. Jesus. He loves Willow. I don't know. Okay, I follow him on Twitter cuz <laughs> sure. I got so deep into this fucking joke about Anyway, but um no, he is like always talking about willow like he i think that i think he like loves that movie sure i mean i love that movie so i I totally understand the sentiment yeah what what other movie do you get to see val kilmer fall down a hill Mm -hmm. it's great (laughs) what other film do you get to see a two-inch tall kevin pollock yeah yeah, it's got everything. Zero other films, Dave. <laughs> Hopefully Kevin Pollack will be back Zero for the TV other series. Hey, that's, that's the whole film review. Five stars, two thumbs up yeah. for your consideration. <laughs> <laughs> for your consideration, tiny Kevin Pollack. Yeah. Come on, yeah. vote for Come it. Come on. Come Wouldn't on. it be funny if you voted for him? <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> what, if you won? what if you won for that? What if? Yeah. I want to live in that universe. The only yeah, person I, attached. I What's that? No, I want to live in that universe. I. Oh, yeah, it's, it's probably better than this hellscape. Oh, exactly. where like t- where you can go to the like the pet store and get a little Kevin Pollock. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like they sell them like gerbils. <laughs> you feed them. You feed them like little chips, little little Pollock treats. Okay, but the um, thing is, my friend had a Pollock, um, and she yeah. said it really smelly. Like you have to bathe. You're Kevin Pollack. Oh yeah, you gotta you like, gotta pay yeah. easily yeah. once a month. Otherwise, mm. it really stinks. Yeah, and they only live for like two years, so it's kind of sad. Yeah, but if you're a renter, you know that might be a good thing. Yeah, they're also they're also terrible around children. <laughs> yeah, they they, they bite. They bite. They they're bite. bitey. Um, let's move on. <laughs> That's hillbilly <laughs> no, anyway, elegy. Let's continue. Hillbilly anyway, hillbilly elegy. <laughs> um, all right. This next trailer is for the watch, which is. This is a. Uh, it's a uh, Discworld, Dave. It's Discworld. That's yeah. it. Terry Pratchett. Yeah. Is this we, uh, is this one based off of uh, something or other, or is this just? Uh, 
Yeah, it's it's based off a series of sci-fi fantasy books by Terry Pratchett that uh, Dave and I, I think, only are aware of because we watched, watched um, Hogfather. Hogfather, which is like a Discworld okay. Terry Pratchett also co-wrote Good Omens. He did, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So it's like the uh, fanciful British sci-fi fantasy. I, I, I got that for sure from the trailer. Bullshit. Oh, I mean, this this is dripping with with fanciful British sci-fi. Right. Like yes. you can kind of picture in your head what Terry Pratchett looks like. Yes, actually, like if I, you Google yes. Terry Pratchett, you get a man with a gray beard and like a fedora type hat. I was picturing a hat that is very specific. I was that's yeah. exactly what I pictured. Yeah, no matter what anyone was picturing, a hat was involved. <laughs> definitely, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a hat. Yeah. Guaranteed hat for sure. Yeah. So just watching but, watching this trailer, you're like, this guy wears a hat. Yeah. Yes. I know a lot of nerds that are excited for this. I mean, for sure, I liked yeah. Hogfather, so. Yeah, Hogfather was fine. I don't know anything about Discworld. I've never read Terry Pratchett, so I'm not like, I can't like dive completely into the hype for this because I don't, I don't know what it is, really. I just, right. All, you, all I'm getting from the trailer is its tone, which is like a fun kind of comedic sci-fi tone, and I enjoy that. Um, I just don't know anything about this world or anything, so. Right. It's like dragons and shit. I guess, yeah. It seems to be like magic and sci-fi. I don't know. This seems like the kind of thing that has a very specific fandom that is like ride or die. And yeah. I feel like when this comes out, we're going to see a flare-up of that. Um, and that should make for a few good days on Twitter, I think. For sure. That's my impression of this trailer, is the yeah. fallout from it. Yeah, I will say it was like um, working at Collider, um, just the news story we ran that was just, hey, this trailer came out. Here it is. Uh, that was one of our biggest stories of the week. Really? Yeah. Like, so, so there are people out there who are really waiting for this. I assume it's the, the British. I guess. Right? I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> this is BBC. It is. Yeah, it's extremely BBC. Mm. Yeah. Which I'm not knocking. I really enjoy a lot of what they do. No, I also like that they make minute-long trailers. They get in and get yeah. the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. But like, <laughs> they're like, they, there it you. is. They, Thank you for that. Yeah, they just they got their own TV over there and stuff. It's yeah. it's always wild when you like look at other countries and you're like, oh look, they got all their all their own stuff. Neat. <laughs> get on them. Neat. And like they're excited for that stuff. And like they're watching it. I'm not, but they are. There is so. something kind of fun about international hype. Um, yeah. It's hard to think of an example right now, but like when you see a whole country excited about something that like is either like completely not even on American radar or it's like, geez, I don't know why you guys are all worked up over like the soccer game, but I'm, I'm into this now. Like, you know, like right. hype begets hype. It's like really contagious. So I do oh, like, sure. I do love to see like a nation freaking out over something local to them and i'm like yeah i don't know what the I'm fuck you guys are on but i'm this is cool to watch yeah no i get it yeah let me Congra get it let me get it on that <laughs> congratulations to england on on the watch mm -hmm. you did it <laughs> yeah i'm happy yeah. for you i'm happy for you no i mean it looks yeah. it looks fun no I, I, I probably i might watch this it, it does look it looks fun i don't know yeah uh let's move on all right, next trailer is for Come Away. This is uh, this is uh, the the director of Brave, right? Brenda yes. Chapman. Yes. Uh, yeah. Who's also the director of The Prince of Egypt? Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I'm looking her up right now. She directed Prince of Egypt. She was the that writer <laughs> of the well, Lion I, I, I want to pause. That was a fascinating noise that you just made, Sarah. I'd like you to <laughs> expound on that. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, like that's just, these are <laughs> just two very different movies. <laughs> they are very different. That's I extremely think, different, yeah. I was like, oh, brave, come away. Like, yeah, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> Prince of Egypt, like, uh, uh. Okay. What you heard yeah. was an internal car crash. Like I yeah. was on one end of the lane. Like oh, I'm driving down this road, and then all of a sudden, Ur-gumph. oh yeah. right, no, the I thing I we... watched in church. I think we heard your brain reset. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. I oh, think it's one God. of those things where, like, animation departments they tend to do this right, where like people will kind of work behind the scenes for a while, and then they're like, "And you get a film now, right?" Yes. Uh, yeah. So like. Like she, I'm looking at her credits. She was the story supervisor on The Lion King. She worked on Beauty and the Beast. She has a story oh. by credit. Fantasia 2000. She came up with a concept. Man, she so was in the in animation for department yeah. for the real Ghostbusters. Wow. So like she's God clearly. Damn. She's also <laughs> she's a character hero. character yeah. designer for Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling TV oh, series. Oh, hell Fuck. yeah, brother. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, so, my yeah. God. This chick is my hero. Yeah, so she got uh, Prince of Egypt and Brave, and now finally they're going to, like, Brad Bird or... Although Brad Bird, he's, he didn't start an animation, did he? Uh, no, uh, he did. He, yeah. He did? Yeah, he extremely yeah. Okay. did. So that she's she's getting live action, and unfortunately it's Peter Pan. It's Peter Pan and Alice in Wonderland, two, yeah. pro- two properties that I could not give the ghost of a shit about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I've it, I, I've I topped know. out on um, both of those things, but this is the kind of movie that, like, first of all, kind of glad theaters are closed right now because I know that is the trailer we would see before every fucking movie that plays yes. between now until it comes out. Like, doesn't it have that energy of like this is a trailer I would have to see so many fucking times if I was going yes. to movies? This movie also has the energy of something I roll my eyes at and then. I see and I weep. <laughs> like it it seems yeah. like the like cheap cry movie like it just stabs you right in the emotional heart and you're like mm-hmm. well, yeah. like of course like he doesn't want to grow up cuz he's like a little boy like you know what I mean like these kind of movies like they get me and I I get mad that they get me cuz jeez Louise we get it. Right. I just like there's three there's three ther- series where if you say it's blank but and whatever you finish that sentence with, it's been done before. It's Peter Pan, but blank. Mm. It's Alice in Wonderland, but blank. It's Robin Hood, but blank. I guarantee whatever the blank is has been done in a movie already. Yeah. And we should just not do it anymore. And it seems like they're like, it's Peter Pan and Alice in Wonderland, but gritty. And both of them. And it's like, yeah. Uh, it's, I it's, can't, yeah, <laughs> like you said, Tom, I can't care. I just Yeah, I can't ugh. care. Look, I appreciate the try. This seems like a really... Um, high concept film because it's like Peter Pan and Alice from Alice in Wonderland are brother and sister and they're retreating into their own uh, respective fantasy worlds because their home life sucks like they're poor uh, they're getting harassed by lenders their dad's kind of like he appears to be I guess he's a drunk but it's like because he's just like crumbling under this pressure and they're just Angelina being driven Angelina Jolie's there Angelina, Angelina Jolie's, Jolie's their mom there. yeah 
um, they're being driven further into their fantasy world. So I appreciate that they're going so high concept with it, but it's like, I just, I don't, I probably am never going to see this movie. Never, right. never, maybe on a plane. Even, <laughs> yeah. Even when it is good, like that Wendy movie, I want to see that. That looks really good. Oh, it's yeah. still like adaptation of Peter Pan. And yeah. it's like, oh, I'm so exhausted. By the way, speaking of Angelina Jolie, uh, I kind of had this realization for myself because she did the Maleficent movies, and I even thought this while I was watching the movie. I was like, oh, she's doing a movie like her kids can watch. Okay, Angelina Jolie's youngest kid is like 10 years old. Right. Like, yes. this is far, <laughs> this is just far and away. She just likes to do kids' movies now. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah, pretty much. Her kids can watch, like, Girl Interrupted now, you know? Oh, brother. Like, yeah, fuck it. Show them Gia. They're at the uh, Girl Interrupted age. Show them uh, Gia. Yeah, and hackers. <laughs> they're gonna be. They're gonna be. Her kids can grow up to be weird goths watching her like '90s movies, uh, and you know, good on them. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. She does. I'm looking. She did all the Kung Fu Pandas. Yeah, she's uh, kind of on a tear of like a, children yeah. movies. Like Changeling is the last like kind of adult movie I can remember her doing. Um, she's done, she has a Oh, couple. no, she There's... directed that movie with Brad Pitt. By the Sea. But, I mean, that Ooh. movie doesn't exist. That movie is why I... they're divorced? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I gotta watch this fucking movie. I didn't even know this existed. Oh, yes. Angie directs that movie, and it's her and Brad. Like, that's, like, the whole yeah. thing caboodle. And then, like, it looks, I think the movie came artsy. out, and, like, almost right away, they, they ended things. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, you know what? That was terrible. Let's and that's quit. what you missed on the Brad and Angelina corner. If you have any other questions about celebrities <laughs> in Hollywood, I know them all. This looks, oh my God, this looks like such pretentious. Oh, yeah, I can't it, wait to watch this. Did it come this. out in like 2018? Jesus. Uh, 2015. 15, okay. I just remember yeah. like reading about it and then I guess it came out like in a whisper. Like nobody saw that movie. Right. Despite the fact she that, had... I mean, I would imagine these are like A-list stars. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, these she, are. She's, she's had a string of bad luck here, because she went Changeling and then Wanted, Salt, bunch of Kung Fu Pandas with the tourist in there. Well, the Kung Fu Pandas uh, did well. Kung Fu. Pandas yeah. No, okay. that's I. This explains though why she does kids stuff, because that's the only like movie she does where it's like, true. oh, there we go. True. 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 She's doing the Eternals, which is gar- you know, right. guaranteed to be good. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. She's a good actress. She's just I don't I don't think she's making the best decisions. I don't know. Yeah, a little all over the place. Yeah. The Good Shepherd, that was a good movie. She did that. Alexander, that's actually a good movie. Taking yeah. Lives. You guys remember Taking Lives? I do. <laughs> Is that the one with her and Jeffrey Dean Morgan? Uh wow. I don't know. Ethan Hawke's there. Oh fuck, yeah. Kiefer? Kiefer's in oh, it? Oh yeah, get some Kiefer in there, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's a movie. It is. You know? It is a film. That was a motion yeah. picture. Should I just keep listing the bone collector? Yeah, mm. we could just do this. Um, yeah, we could, or we could she move had, on. I think well, we should probably on. move on. She had a brief moment where she was like, should I be Ashley Judd? Right, she was, I was about, yeah, she was almost Ashley Judd there for a minute. And you know what? I think she could have done it. I think she could have continued to do that. Her, but, ambi- her ambitions were greater, Dave. I don't know. She's also in Playing by Heart, the movie where Jon Stewart and Gillian Anderson have a romantic subplot Wolf. that everybody should watch. Yeah, that's the top of my list now. Oh, yeah. 
Dennis Quaid's in it. Oh, brother. It's got Sean Connery. Woo. That movie's wild. What's the next trailer? Uh, the next trailer is a West Wing special, Dave. Oh, we don't need to. Do we need oh, to talk about my this? Fucking God, Aaron Sorkin, shut the fuck up, you goofy clown. <laughs> there oh it is. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Shut uh, up, Aaron Sorkin. Shut <laughs> the fuck up. Shut your goddamn God face almighty. hole. You know, I used. I remember being younger and first hearing about the stereotype that Americans are stupid and being so offended by that, like, some people are, but like on a whole, come on, like any place is going to have their dummies, like fine. But watching that, I was like, no, actually, Americans are fucking stupid that we need to bring back this show for one night only to look directly into the camera and be like, hey, guys, vote. Wink. Yeah. Like, kiss my ass. This sucks. Yeah. yeah. It's I never Sorry, watched. Are there like big West Wing fans in the building who are like salivating at this? Not, I not, in the, not in the particular building that I am in, no. <laughs> yeah. I'll say this. I think it's kind of cool they're like on a stage. Like I like how it's staged. Like that's yeah, kind of interesting. More, more revivals should do that. That's right. neat. Yeah, yeah not more do, one not night this, only yeah. live. Like that I that I was digging. Everything else I was like, uh Yeah. Um Yeah. I mean the we West America the we- doesn't need this. No, it's the West Wing at its best was like really cheesy, really naive. Um, uh, there's, there's another word for it that I'm searching for and I can't quite find it, but it's like, it's a very rosy picture of like, this is what government yes. can be like. And right. it's, no, it's, did you, just, did you see Aaron Sorkin, what he said? Like if he was writing the 2020 presidential election, how it would end. That yes. like, <laughs> Yeah, all the Republicans would take a <laughs> stand. The Republicans would have like a redemption is... arc and be like, "No," <laughs> like they it's... would throw Palpatine over the side of the edge. Fuck you! No, they on. would never do that. No, yeah, I, <sighs> I saw that tweet and just wanted to punch him in the fucking nuts, like as it's... hard as I can. Here's what's what are I'm you curious talking about, about Aaron Sorkin? Well, okay, nerd. Okay, hold on. When he said, "This is how I'd write it." In his defense, that is how he'd write it. That, okay. It is a hundred percent how he'd <laughs> yeah. write it. Yeah, that's the thing that about Aaron true. Sorkin is that we don't need him right now because it's just not the time. But I've said it before. I love me some American president. The American I, president I love is me delightful. Some, sure, a uh, uh, few good men because it's it's political porn. It's yeah. Here's here's an, a scenario that would never happen. Yes, and like grand speeches, everybody claps bad guy implicates himself like justice and it's like oh i love it i love it i it's not good in terms of like influencing actual politics right. or the yeah. way people should or it's think. like it's social message yeah I it's fantasy it, he's it, making it, fantasy it's pure fantasy yeah like it's like yeah we can't fault him because that is 100% how he would write it and then the yeah. the rest of us would all be making the jerk off motion in, right. it is, it's right. so hard in unison that it would create like a sonic boom. Right. <laughs> we would change the direction of the Earth's spin. Right. We would travel <laughs> through time. We'd be yeah. slightly off axis. Like it would yeah. snow in LA. Like what the fuck? <laughs> be like a Roland Emmerich film. Yeah. <laughs> the day everybody made a jerking off motion at the same time. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to. I've never seen The West Wing. Uh, I, I should. I hear really good things. It does sound like the kind of show I would definitely tear into, but like, 
I need to watch The Sopranos first. You know what I mean? Like, I've got other TV yeah. shows that are higher on definitely, the list. It, it definitely also, watch The Sopranos first. Yeah, I've seen a handful of episodes. It really depends on how much you like Aaron Sorkin. Yeah. Mm. I, I like his stupid writing a lot, but I don't know if I can handle that much of it. Yeah. It's a lot of it. <laughs> Is it anything like American President? Yeah, it's very much like American President. All Is right. Annette Benning in it? Not to my knowledge. Okay. No, but Allison Janney Does, is, so... She close. sure as hell okay. is, yeah. Does Martin Sheen fuck? I, I assume. Okay. I've only seen a handful of episodes, Dave. Right, right. I'll consider. I'll consider. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if anyone can tell us if Martin Sheen actually fucks on the West Wing, tweet at us. We'll watch it immediately. Excellent. We'll start Thank a you. podcast. Yeah. The West Watch or something. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got it. It's in the bag. <laughs> Um, yeah, let's move on. All right, that's it for trailers, right? No, there's jujitsu at the bottom. Oh, you clown. there's jujitsu, absolute clown. No, I, it's just because people were tweeting at us, being like, "You have to talk about <laughs> jujitsu." So I put it last. Uh, oh man, this is essentially the movie Predators, only like yes. <laughs> better. A sp- a s- only yes, better, <laughs> much better. So it's a portal and a robot alien comes through they just call him a spaceman we don't know if it's a robot a spaceman is gonna fight everyone and if he fights everyone he takes over the world yeah hell yeah yes so and and then nicholas cage is there and he's the jujitsu master and he's gonna fight him does that mean like if this robot beats nicholas cage and beats all of the guys in this movie would it? Would they? Would he then just have to start fighting citizens? Like, would you and I? Would we all have to eventually fight the spaceman? Wow, I assume is, so. Yeah, that is would, he going to fight everybody the, on Earth? The burden would question. then become ours, right? Right. I mean, not uh, me. I've already taken the portal to the monster hunt. You guys can fight with this. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I'm taking down a dragon. I'm not. I'm not fucking with that spaceman. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm gonna go I'm ride going this dragon. Full monsters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This um, people are excited about it, and I get it. Sure, but uh, it looks it looks how, like it looks like big dumb cheesy fun. How long do you think Nicolas Cage's scene is in this movie? How much of this movie do you think Nicolas Cage is in? The first act. Yeah. Okay. I believe I believe he gets killed by the spaceman probably at the end of Act Two. Yeah, I would say about ten minutes of Nicolas Cage tops. I I had seventeen minutes. Okay. It's gonna be yeah, okay. It's gonna be somewhere between ten and twenty minutes. I think that's probably that's probably accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's the thing, is that I think it's just gonna be a fairly straightforward like martial arts film. Uh, and Nicolas Cage will show up, be Nicolas Cage, and then bounce and grab his check yeah, on the yeah, way cash out. That check. Hell yeah! Hell the yeah! The last scene. The last scene will be you can see, you'll see him out of focus in the background grabbing a check. Yep. And walking out. And just Perfect. walking to his car. Yeah, you'll see them out the window. You'll see him getting in his car, yep. driving off. Yep, driving off to do a next his next movie that is very <laughs> right. similar to his this. Next, his yeah. next under 20-minute role. Um, that, that isn't to say it won't be fun. No, this movie looks fun. I mean, it, it, yeah. looks, it looks like big, dumb fun, like Monster Hunter. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I would yeah. I, I, Monster Hunter is more my speed, but I'm definitely going to watch this goddamn movie. Are you kidding? 100%. Yeah. Fuck the I West think it's Wing. just 
Yeah, yeah. the West Wing can go well, fuck itself in a corner somewhere. I'm watching jujitsu, baby. Can you imagine if Martin Sheen was in this movie too? I can't imagine it. And yeah, and he gets fights. Yeah. What if very a robot, easy to imagine. Right, yeah, yeah what Dave, if a Dave, Martin Sheen, takes off Martin his Sheen was in Spawn, Dave. It's, That's it's true. It's very easy to imagine Martin Sheen in this movie. What if the spaceman takes off his helmet and, and they get Martin Sheen. Sheen? Oh, man. Academy Award. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd buy two copies. Oh, yeah. If that happened. 100%. 100%. So you know what? I'm going to need another one of these for posterity. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's fine. Yeah. Also, I mean, yeah. like Monster Hunter, it also has Tony Jaa on it. Yeah. Uh, and Frank Grillo. And Frank Grillo, sure. Yeah. Booking, baby. They're booking. The funniest stuff is watching like Frank Grillo and Nicolas Cage do scenes where we're expected to think that they know jujitsu. <laughs> and it's like, mm. Yeah. I mean, Frank Grillo clearly knows how to punch the fuck out of people. Yeah, I'm I'll not saying they can't I'll do action. I'll give him, I'll give him that. I, but the the action, like this, the shot of him in it, he looks badass too. He's like, he's like, yeah, flipping a dude around. But it's still like, no, I don't, I don't buy this particular martial art. Uh, but it's fine. I mean, Nicolas Cage is going to be the biggest suspension of disbelief. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. His his presence as like a a mystic martial arts master. <laughs> That's boy. That's something. It's both. It's it's both the movie's biggest ask and also the easiest thing to accept. <laughs> right. Oh man. Ooh. Uh, what what other movies like this did he do? Um, I'm getting real. Um, what's that Keanu Reeves movie? Oh, I'm gonna need more help than that. Yeah, uh, Ronin. <laughs> 47 Ronin. 47 Roman. Jesus. Ronin. I'm getting like 47 Ronin vibes. Yeah, that could be it. Where it's like, oh, we got this one white guy and he's going to tell us how to fight. Okay. Okay. And I, I guess Keanu actually knows how to fight, but Nicolas Cage, man. I mean, Nicolas Cage knows how to con air, and that's a real strength, in my opinion. That's true. Wow. That's yeah. true. He yeah. knows how to raise Arizona. He, he does. Yeah. He knows how to he face know- off. He knows how to face off. He knows how to vampires kiss. He sure, he he (laughs) definitely knows how to vampires kiss. My God. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I look forward to watching this movie. Yeah, absolutely. On like a Friday night with our patrons. Mm -hmm. It's it's the perfect film for that, yes. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we watched like Primal, right? We did, It's not a movie I need to watch beforehand, like without distraction no it's not a a film i need to quietly absorb no yeah (laughs) it's it's a movie i just need to wash over me yeah you gotta hear it a little bit yeah a little bit a little bit a little bit yeah um all right let's get to news stories yeah Uh, but first we have more patrons to thank oh shit yeah oh shit indeed uh thanks for having jason pargin on here's 25 bucks thank you very much thank you to the midnight patron what patrons at midnight Mm. thank you Thank you to Exploding Runes. Yeah. Thank you to Andrew. Andrew, how? How? Thank you to Vincent. Vincent the Vampire. Thank you to Rev MD. Mm. Thank you very much. Thank you to John Munez. Thank you to Wavy Rancheros. Yeah. Thank you to Mr. DNA. Thank you to Lauren Gucci. Thank you, guys. All right. Let me step in here. Let me step in here. Uh, Thanks to Bootler Bootlison. 
<gasps> Grumblebee. Grumblebee. Tux. Thank you. Uh, Shepherd Mulch Diggums. Mulch Diggs. Thanks to Norm from Cheers. Thank you. Thank you to Davey Francis. Thank you. Thanks to Space McNulty. Thank you. Thank you to Hiram. Thank you, Hiram. And thanks to, oh, great, it's that guy. Woo! Oh, man. You're you're beautiful. You're all beautiful. You're all beautiful. Aces. Mm -hmm. Pack of aces. So they're talking about this Mad Max Furiosa spinoff. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Who'd they get for it? Anya Taylor-Joy. Anya Taylor-Joy. Is is, uh, George Miller? Yeah, he's directing. He's writing and directing, yeah. I, and I uh, uh, Chris Hemsworth is also in it. There's a Hemsworth. Yep. Yeah. The best one. The yep. best Hem- Hem- Hemsworth Prime. <laughs> Hemsworth Prime, yeah. Um, um, okay. I mean, I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed. I mean, we knew for a while that the Furiosa spinoff was going to be a prequel and that they weren't going to recast, uh, they weren't going to have Charlize come back. Um, yeah. So I'm disappointed that it's not another movie with Charlize, but like it's another Mad Max movie from George Miller. With uh, these two actors who are pretty good, and then also Yaya Abdul Mateen too, um, who's yeah. been blowing good. up recently, and he's also yeah. awesome. So like, this movie's gonna be awesome, like, right? Yeah. Here's okay. Here's the thing. Okay. Anya Taylor Joy killing it. She was in uh, Thoroughbreds. She's yes, great actress. Love Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah, I I agree with you, Tom. I it's they can't give us Charlize Theron's character played by Charlize Theron and then like not expect us to want more of Charlize Theron. Mm. Exactly. You know? Yeah. yeah. That's the problem is that it was just like, I I get it. If they're making a, a, a story that specifically is like, no, she has to be like in her twenties uh, and we want to get a younger uh, actress for it. It's like, okay, sure. But like, just write it for Charlize Theron. Yeah. And I know that um, Charlize Theron was, like disappointed like I think she gave an interview where she was kind of like I would love to play this character again I would love that opportunity it kind of sounded like she was also ready to get back in the saddle but it just isn't the direction they're going in right yeah and like they I mean this isn't the first time I mean Fury Road they recast Mad Max but yeah like the characters are you can sort of recast them because they aren't they aren't like dependent on the actor Especially with Max, because right. you know, and the alternative was old ass Mel Gibson. Well, and I really yeah. love that. This the Mad Max series is is kind of unique in that it seems each installment kind of seems to retcon, where it's like there's not yeah. there's not really a continuity in Mad Max, Mm-mm. and like no, there never was. And af- yeah. after the first movie, he's not even the main character. Yep. Like in in Road Warrior, Thunderdome, and Fury Road, he is not the main character. He's serving yeah. somebody else's story. Right. Um, it's it's just yeah, and and George George Miller he takes a while, he takes his time. He takes mm-hmm. a real long time, uh, <laughs> and then he produces great. Quality. He's old as fuck too, so I hope it's this just, movie yes. comes yeah. out. It's just really hard to watch both um, Charlize Theron and. Um, Jesus, uh, Venom, Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, brain, uh, play like kill it, yeah. kill it in those roles, and then not get any more. And I guess that'll just make that film extra special. Yeah, 
uh, Chris Hemsworth. He's an Australian, so it makes sense. He is. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's. He's probably not playing Max. My assumption is that Max is not in this film. I hope not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope. I hope he's not in it. Um. Also, I hope he's the bad be, guy. Would, what's that? I hope Chris Hemsworth's the bad guy, like a smoldering bad guy. That would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be very sexy. Yeah. He, he ruled as the bad guy in uh, Bad Times at the El Royale. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, here's the thing. I don't know if this is true. On, on the It's called Mad Max The Wasteland on IMDb, and not necessarily reliable, but Tom Hardy is in the credits. But I'm guessing they're just betting that he's in it. Yeah. I, yeah. I know that they're, they were planning to do a direct sequel. I don't know where that stands right now. Yeah. Well, this also has Anya Taylor-Joy and Chris Hemsworth all credited together in this. So IMDb is saying that Tom Hardy's going to show up. Maybe in like archive footage. He may do like footage, a VO like or yeah, something creative. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, or maybe he shows up at the end. I don't know. Or maybe... Maybe he shows up in the middle of it because there is a fan theory that Max is a spirit and that's like explains why he's yeah. there's there's no real continuity and he's always around. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. It's it's George Miller. So like yeah, it's going to rule. Oh, yeah. It's going to it's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. He has another movie in between. He okay. does. Yeah, he does. I forget what it's called. It has a crazy title. 3000 Years of Longing. There you go. Wow. It's got Idris Elba and Tilda Swinton. Okay, I don't give a shit. Isn't George Miller like seventy-eight years old? He's very old. Yeah, (laughs) motherfucker's got. He's he doesn't. He's not stopping. No days off. He was born in nineteen (laughs) forty-five. Jesus. Yeah, he's Australian Ridley Scott. He's just gonna work. He's just gonna work until he crumbles into dust. Does he have another babe in the mix? I I need to see. You know what I could really use is another babe, also with Tom Hardy in it. Uh, I don't care yeah. who he plays. I just want Tom Hardy talking he, to is a he, pig. Is he doing a voice or is he pretending to be the animal that he's voicing? Man, I think I'd want him to play like the farmer. Yeah, that's what I was picturing. Yeah. That would be pretty like, incredible, yeah. James Cromwell role. He could be yeah. the son of Cromwell. <gasps> okay. And like him and James Cromwell could be in it and Tom Hardy is doing an impossible voice that of, doesn't of make sense. Yes. Of course he is. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yes, and he's also yeah. like lost like 150 pounds for the role or something yeah. insane like that. Yeah, exactly. He like permanently yeah, he... bleached his hair. Right, yeah. like he's done some crazy Gary Oldman bullshit for it. Right. <laughs> right. It's just James Cromwell with like, just looking like James Cromwell, looking like a farmer. And then <laughs> just like, yeah, we got another uh, like uh, sheep herding competition. <laughs> what do you think, son? He's like, let's do it. Yeah, ah! I am picturing him with a cigarette. And he's just like... Like a weird mutant in the corner of every right. scene. <laughs> I'm Tom Hardy. He just looks like a fucking horror. Yeah. <laughs> oh, make it happen. Yeah, let's do uh, it. What's the other story? Oh, Gal Gadot and Cleopatra. Oh, my Giselle. People are upset. Yeah. It's the it's uh Wonder Woman. It's director. Patty Jenkins, yeah. Yeah. Patty Jenkins. Um, yeah, I just don't. I literally cannot think of ever once Cleopatra really being portrayed accurately and well in television or film. So it is interesting we're going back to this well that I think has been dried out for decades, maybe. Yeah, pretty much since also, Elizabeth Taylor played her. 
Yeah. Do movies just not give a shit about like Egyptian or Middle Eastern actors? And I know an Egyptian actress, which is why I'm like, so did they just get drunk? We're like, you know what we should do? You and me. One Wonder Woman and boom, Cleopatra. Like yeah. it just I don't know. I like Patty Jenkins a lot. Um Gal Gadot, I don't really have an opinion on her. Um, but uh <laughs> yeah, it's hard to not picture like Cleopatra is like a superhero. I don't know. Like it just doesn't seem sincere. Which at this rate, if you're going to do Cleopatra, I would want something that's grounded and sincere. How many, it feels like there's Cleopatra movies gets announced a lot. That is true. Do they ever, like they don't feel like they ever get made or maybe they just pass me by. I can't, I Uh, literally cannot think of a major Cleopatra film that has come out at least in the last 20 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She shows but up we, as characters and things though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. She's, she's almost like a piece of pop culture. Um, yeah. And yeah, I just, has it ever really been done in a way that people are like, that is historically right on, you know, like, I don't know. No, because that's the other thing is it feels like they're always, they whitewash the shit out of these movies and then they always feel like, a little like they're not actually giving a shit about historical accuracy. And maybe it's just because we don't know enough. I don't know history. I'm not smart. Uh, I mean, she, like, she does have an interesting history from like what we know. Um, right. I mean, Shakespeare really fucking dug into all of that. Uh, but yeah, I just, this is going to be like Cleopatra girl boss and I'm not into yeah, that. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's it's the, a very that's girl the... boss. Because when I read the, literally the article you sent, there was a soundbite that was like from Gal Gadot that was like, we're going to be showing Cleopatra through the perspective of a woman. And I was like, ugh. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't like, like any oh. of those words. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Thank you. Yeah. Thank it's, you. Uh, I don't know. They also not only didn't cast someone who's Egyptian, but someone who was very famously of her nationality. You know what I mean? Like Gal Gadot is right. like famously Israeli. You can't even mm-hmm. pretend like, Oh, this is like an ambiguous casting. Like, no, like she has a very rich history with her nationality. Like, this is common knowledge. Yeah. Right. I don't know. It's, this feels like, yeah. Doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. Everybody sort of just rolled their eyes at this. Well, and it's like, what are we, what are we going to say about this figure? Right. I don't know. She was a girl boss. uh, you know exactly. what? I, yeah, that's, that's here's it. here's what I could use is we used to we love doing historical epics about uh, uh, men. It would be nice to see more of that uh, for women, even if they're and, and like doing like showing every side, just showing like you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. I, yeah, like I, a, I also like just kind of want historical epics, yeah. but like. Like we used to do a lot more of those, yes. and we it was always men. So I don't know. There's an opportunity there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think the um, a oh. five hour long Cleopatra. I would watch. There, to be there's there's that series. What's it called? Like the the Red Queen, the White Queen. I forget what it's called. I don't know. Um, yeah, I know. I kind of know what you're talking about. Yeah, and then we had Kate Blanchett did those Elizabeth movies. Um, we need more of those. Yeah. Yes, I could get into that. And I do yeah. like Patty Jenkins, so like there's a part of me that is optimistic. It's just the two of them teaming up together just again, just right. kind of strikes an off chord. Gal Gadot did the uh, Imagine video, right? Yeah. She sure did. 
Yeah. She sure did, Dave. I think I like her as an actress. I think she's extremely charismatic and like like she's got I don't know. She's got that like that like Clooney charisma where she doesn't have to really be anything but herself in movies. Does that make sense? She is stunning. Yeah, for sure. She yeah. is uh, very captivating to watch. Is she a good she, actor? Question. I don't know. That is a question mark for me. She's yeah. she's not a, she's she's not a bad actor. Right. Yeah. It's like sometimes yes, and then sometimes she'll have a line reading that is just so wildly just wrong. Really no other way to put it. Um yeah. I just like I'm not confident in this in her specifically giving a performance that is like grounded, right. true, sincere, relatable. It's the thing where like yeah, she, the 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 magic video made us all think like I don't know if she's self-aware. Uh, it's like it's like the, the Game of Thrones guys when they announced we're going to do a, a show about the South winning the war, and everybody's yeah. like, "Man, I don't know if that's a great idea." Yeah, listen to yourself you guys. when you talk. <laughs> yeah, yep. I, I I don't know about that. Yeah, and you, this is kind of that too, <laughs> where it's like, "Man, I don't, I don't know." Do that. Yeah, but I mean, uh, yeah, you kind of brought this up earlier, but we'll see if this even gets made. Like, right? One based on just how poorly the industry is doing currently. And also too, yeah, Cleopatra gets kicked around once a decade. Yeah. Yeah. So who the hell knows? Um, all right. Well, ne- next story, this, does this matter to anybody? It doesn't matter to me. Uh, Dexter revival. Did anybody watch Dexter? No, I watched a little bit of Dexter and then dropped off after season two because it got really bad. That's everybody says it's bad, and I've, I never I've, watched I've it. I've seen a handful of it. My sister actually binge watched them all, but um, yeah. From what I saw, I was like, oh yeah, I get this. But um, sure. He becomes it's a lumberjack. Back. Did he become a lumberjack? Apparently. Yeah, that was also news for me reading that story because it, it was like when we last left Dexter, I was like, I guess he was a lumberjack. It sounds like the ending really pissed people off, and now I feel like Dexter is one of those shows that people like oh, the last season was so fucking bad. You know, like, I feel like I hear that. Yeah. yeah I, I know it ends with him murdering his sister, which people were not okay. happy with. Oh, Spoilers that's for Dexter. right. Oh, I do remember that being what everybody was like. What the fuck? Yeah, because the whole thing is that they're like, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, the, that's the show. That's kind of the whole point of the show, yeah. Morgan, what? was that her name? That he doesn't murder his sister? No, no that he and I, his sister I, were like almost a team. Like, they were each other's best friends yeah and he was like yeah he was he was, he was like he was like preventing her from learning who he actually was Mor- morgan is their last name i think okay you're right um dexter morgan yeah i think so okay. that just that that i remember as a person who only watched the first two seasons learning that that was the finale really uh, I was like, should... that's bad. And then like that seemed to be like the this consensus among people who stuck with the show. I mean, I've only seen we like three do, um... episodes and I think that's awful. We should do a podcast where we all approximate the plot of Dexter. <laughs> we go on. All right. Here's what we do. We go on IMDb. We just look at episode titles. Oh, my God. And we just con- we just guess what the episode was. And every week we just continue the story we're guessing. And see where it and see where it goes. I support this. Yeah, I'm into yeah. that. And then yeah, Dexter has to like kill his sister at some point and become a lumberjack. 
So like I I would imagine like the first scene is Dexter looking at a poster of a lumberjack and being like why we, not me yeah with we the gotta, with the we, brawny man he's like doing yeah grocery shopping yeah we got we got to do the plant and payoff yeah yeah um well that's it for news stories uh and we we have more producers we do yeah let's name them all right let's do that Lef thank you very much Lef mm. thank you to Nolan Mayton thank you. Thank you to Joshua Graves. Thank you very much. Thank you to Normal Man, Andrew McGuire. Thank you to Ozzy. Thank you to AJ. Thank you to Tip Drizzle, everybody's favorite. Mm. Thank you to Frank Lee Amish. Tom, why don't you take over? I will. Okay. Um, Thanks to Mrs. Voitis. Thank you. Thanks to the ghost of Dave Thomas. Thank you. Thank you to Aaron Burser. Thank you. Thank you to David Knife Boot. Henson, MBA, CPA. Thank you. Thank you to Christopher Robert Sparts, Esquire. Thank you. Thank you to Mackenzie, Righteous Hand of the Lizard People, Chill. Thank you. Thank you to Funky J. Thank you. And thanks to Pie Guy. Thank you. Mm. Oh, man. We did it. We Well, something feels unfinished. Done. We're done. No, there's an itch in my brain. <laughs> I, feel like, okay. I feel like something's being forgotten. Okay. Well, let's carve it open and itch that. Itch yeah. that, um, that brain of yours. Dave, I feel like mm-hmm. I feel like you may have a movie that deserves more hype. You're right. Oh shit! I knew I it. Do. Yeah, this movie <laughs> is called Ten Minutes to Midnight. It has a digital cinema release. Uh, it comes out yesterday, the day before the day you're listening to this. Oh uh, wowzers! October fifteenth, wow. the day we're recording this. Uh, it'll it'll later come out. I think it, early two thousand, like January, it'll come out on VOD. But you can see it in digital cinemas, whatever that means. Look it up. Uh, this has a one hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It is starring Caroline Williams, who uh, is uh, in a lot of horror films. She was the DJ in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre too, uh, if you recall that character, which I do. <laughs> uh, in this movie, she also plays a DJ. <clears throat> who is getting uh she's a veteran dj who is getting forced into retirement by her boss uh kind of dealing with the idea that she's somehow too old to be on the radio mm. uh and she gets and i guess that's a theme of the movie like that's part of it she gets bit by a bat <laughs> a rabid bat I like where in this the is studio going. and the movie is about her she's going nuts <laughs> i love uh, it it's a real real vampire's kiss <laughs> Yes, it's a real vampire's kiss situation. Uh, it's it's getting great reviews. Uh, the, the the review I saw from Film Threat said, "If you love Dead Alive or Evil Dead, you'll you'll adore this film." So I'm like, "Well, yes, I'm gonna have to see <laughs> yes. this." That's it's, me. Yeah, it's a little bit of like, is it happening in her head? Is she actually doing it again? Like Vampire's Kiss, but like a good movie is what I'm guessing is what this is. Uh, starring again a, a classic horror actress who a lot of the reviews are saying she's amazing in it uh, and so I, I don't know I just that's it if you watch the trailer you see it looks fucking weird yeah it looks kick ass honestly I was super into the trailer I was super into it my dad worked on a radio station for a long time and yes you can be fired from radio for being too old uh, and two I was like that's that's a cool setting for a horror film um, yeah yeah it absolutely I'm really glad actually that i saw this trailer because i think otherwise i would have no idea this exists but uh 
This is a genuine hype. It looks kick-ass. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm excited to watch the grotesque horror in this. Uh, and what what the hell it what the hell it is? Check out the tro. The tro doesn't show too too much. I mean, it shows a lot of like grotesque imagery and stuff, so you know something's fucking up. Uh, yeah, I think I think this will a lot of a lot of horror fans would enjoy this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks, I don't think it it's really gonna good. be. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be scary. I think it's gonna be just be like no, gross no. and weird. Yeah, yeah, like a like a real mind fuck, like real trippy. Yeah, um, but good, like in, in a good way. Yeah. Uh, so check that out, folks. Yeah, for That's sure. all I have to say about that. Oh, man. We, um, we, uh, I, think we, I think that's it. I think we did it. Yes. Yay, we yes. did it. Oh, man, that is a sewed. Sarah, thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It was fun to get hyped. Of course. Yeah. Um, you, you, you mentioned stuff on the top, but can you, can you elaborate on where we can find you in this world? Totally. In this crazy world. Um, you can follow me at Twitter. I'm at SK underscore Griffith. Um, I mentioned this earlier, but I co-host Rough Stuff with Bridget Greenberg on the Small Beans Network. Right now for 2020 this year, we're doing a limited run series called The Cast and the Curious. Um, Bridget loves the Fast and the Furious movies. I've never seen them before, so I'm watching them for the first time. We're talking about them. I just watched Furious 7 last week, by the way. Ooh. That episode's coming. It's, That's exciting. Oh, That's a good listen. one. So, also, yeah. you, uh, you interviewing Bridget's parents. On Rough Stuff. Uh, oh, yeah. So the next episode of Rough Stuff, kiss. Bridget is interviewing my parents. So actually, we've, <laughs> we've got a lot of fun stuff going on. The uh, Sarah Griffith and Bridget Greenberg podcast empire so check yes. us out it's a lot of fun yes do it um, uh for a second uh, there i thought you said stereo griffith and i think you should adopt that holy yes. shit stereo <laughs> griffith on the ones and the twos dj stereo giving griffith. you weather and traffic updates on the five <laughs> perfect perfect um y'all can find us of course on our patreon patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed uh we have exclusive podcasts there like tom and jeff watch batman mm. and fox Mulder is a maniac mm. go there see for yourself oh, we're man. not lying we're no no that these are truths that we're speaking these to are you. Truths. um we also have a store at tpublic.com slash store slash gamefully unemployed you can get t-shirts stickers mugs masks uh all kinds of shit check it out or don't i don't know just live your life do whatever you want to do don't do something just because i told you to or do it. Or do, do everything it. Or do we tell everything you to do. I say. Yeah. One or the other. I live in extreme. Nothing. Nothing in between. <laughs> nothing in between. <laughs> All right. Um. Say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. You can follow him on Twitter at at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T. Brown, and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.